At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey, my name is Chris Williams, and you are now listening to the Grow Your Side Business Podcast. I help ambitious employees grow a profitable side business. If you haven't had an opportunity yet, go check out growyoursidebusiness.com where we've got all the content, the tips, the strategies, and more. You're in the right place at the right time, and we're here to help you grow a serious, profitable side business. Let's listen to today's episode. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Chris Williams here, back with another episode. And today, what I want to be able to do is talk to you about how to maximize your current skill set for maximum profitability. Listen, um, I, I thought about this because um, I, I was thinking about like, man, how do you take the current skills that you're getting paid for from your day job, honing them into really mastery, and then watching you build a profitable side business that can literally start to take off. So in this episode, that's what we're going to do today. So my name is Chris Williams. I'm the host of the Grow Your Side Business podcast, helping you be able to turn your skills into a profitable side business. Um, you can find us on every single platform, Grow Your Side Business. Appreciate you being here for this Massive Action Monday. And what I'd like to be able to do is I want to actually walk you through like a step-by-step um, process, if you will. I want to walk you through like how do I take what I'm actually doing today, no matter what it is your particular day job, I'll even give a couple of examples from different industries and turn that into something that the marketplace will actually work uh, to pay me for market skill fit. We'll talk about all of that here in a moment. But um, here's the thing that I want us to think about. Um, you and I, um, especially if you are working a day job, have an unfair advantage. You might be thinking to yourself, well, how in the world do we get an unfair advantage? You have an unfair advantage because you have access to technology. You have a way to reach the entire world. And every single day you go to work, you're leveraging and using your craft and your skill inside of a company. And so you have an unfair advantage because the fact that you have access to that, you, you know, uh, Many people watching here, you know, you're in the States or you're in Europe or you're somewhere, you're not in a third world country. You don't have limited access to technology and the internet or a cell phone or whatever the case may be. You literally have the greatest technological advancement in human history happening right now. So you and I have an unfair advantage and you're working a day job. Now, there's lots of different um, things to, to consider and think about, but I want to actually walk you through like, what do I do to take it from just doing a day job to turning it into real mastery? And, and where do I find those marketplace opportunities uh, for what I do? Because it's a question that most people say, well, like, well, man, I, I, it sounds great, Chris, but I don't know where to go for, uh, you know, leveraging what I do or, you know, I'm not really sure who would actually, you know, buy my product or service or whatever the case may be. So we're actually going to walk through that today. So, uh, I'm going to walk through like a couple of different things that I think are really important. Um, and I'll share my story of some of the things that I've done to be able to find ways that my skills can work in, in different niches. Okay. So 
Uh, first things first. The first thing is we got to assess our current skill set. And here's what I mean by assess it. I don't mean just, oh, this is what they pay me to do at my job. What I mean is, why do you get paid? I've talked about this before that a lot of times uh, we spend more time focused on the title and, you know, the the stuff that we produce, but not understanding, like, why do I get paid? In fact, we don't even go even one more step further, which is how much money is the company making off of the skill set that I am providing each and every day? Hey, really quickly, I just wanted you to know that this experience is awesome audio wise, and I know you're loving it because otherwise you wouldn't be here. But I want you to know we also have a YouTube version of this same conversation. You can go to Grow Your Side Business over on YouTube right now. And guess what? You can watch us have this conversation out loud in the open. Uh, Sometimes it just does better to make things stick when you're watching. So whether you're at home, whether you're in the office or wherever you might be and you're listening to this episode, go check us out on YouTube. Let's get back to the conversation. I would just say on average, probably 10x, whatever your salary is, that's how much the company is making based off of your current skill set. So what I mean is, is that you've got to assess your skills. Why? Because your skill set, my skill set is a superpower. My ability to be able to train executives at the highest level in corporate America is is by far my superpower. My ability to not care about titles but to get people to be able to move, whether it be through a transformation, a reorg, um, pushing on ideals, uh, changing norms, new ways of working, whatever the case may be, my ability to be able to do that is a superpower. And other places and people will pay me all gobs of money in order to be able to do the same thing that I do for a corporation. Now, Here's the thing about have understanding once you are aware of why you get paid. And here's a simple exercise. I want you to write down all the skills that you use at your day job, whether it's, you know, creating decks, whether it's uh, the actual presentation themselves, whether it's um, networking, whether it's um, delivery, project management, um, product management, marketing, whatever your skill set is, I want you to write it down. But then I want you to write down like a simple statement Why do I get paid at company X? It's a really important piece of clarity for you to understand. So I could say the reason why I got paid at my company is for my ability to be able to move people in a new direction, leveraging uh, method methods and helping people see a new way forward. That's why I got paid. That's me, though. I don't know what it is for you, right? Now, how I did that, okay, now you can get into some of the tactical things behind the skill, the art of facilitation, right? Uh, Creating content, delivering on that content, training other people to be able to do that. Like, yeah, you can get into other skills, but what is the reason that you actually get paid from that company? Because the important thing to do is to recognize the skills that you have in the areas of expertise because It is an actual superpower. There are millions of people who don't know you exist that if they knew you had that superpower and it's a gap in other places inside of the marketplace, if they only knew you exist, you would be the reason to fill that gap and get paid for what you brought to the table. But they don't know you exist yet. But you need to be clear 
on what your superpowers actually are. So take some time to actually assess your skills. That's number one. Number two, then you can start to say, okay, where in the market are there opportunities for someone to pay for what it is I actually do? So you got to start thinking about like, okay, what is what we'll just call skill to market fit. Okay. So I have a skill clearly at my job. I interviewed for a job to fulfill a role, right? And when you got hired, your job is to fulfill that particular role at that company, right? Of what you do and you get paid for. But the key is, is then to start say, okay, if I got paid here, where else might someone want my superpower to work for them? So let's talk about skill to market fit for a second. Here's the way I want you to think about it. It's, it's aligning between your unique skills, your expertise, and a need that a company uh, has that it can be served for, right? So, so when you think about your skill, so think about like a, a three circles and kind of there in the middle is where the market, um, the market skill fit, skill market fit is for you. It's the unique skill, the expertise and the needs that the marketplace has. So here's what you got to do. Now that you are aware and you've gotten very clear on why you get paid, you can then take that same statement, that same information and say, okay, this is the reason why my company pays me. This is also the reason why other places will pay me because I can provide that same level of skill. I can provide this same superpower to others. And so when you do that, it allows you to start to think beyond the particular you know, company that you've been in. If you've been in financial world forever, there might be other markets, other industries who could, um, who need your service, by the way, that's the key. They actually need it but they don't know that you exist in order to be able to provide that and be able to turn it into a product or service, to be able to turn it into a consultancy, to be able to turn it in online. And that's later down the road, but I really want you to be able to understand uh, how to do that. Here's the kicker. Um, when you tailor your skill set to meet the demands of a specific market, um, you're then able to enhance kind of your value proposition. And it allows you to be able to say, hey, I am the person that is the go-to in my specific profession. Because long gone are the days where, you know, unless you're a doctor and you're working on hearts and you're in an ER, okay, that's different. But, you know, if you got a skill in the marketplace, work in corporate America, listen, um, there are no gatekeepers. There is nobody that you got to go through before you can choose to, to put yourself out there and to be able to work. Uh, in a particular area and provide your superpower, your skill to the marketplace. So let me give you a couple of examples. So let's say you're in healthcare, right? And let's say your background is in nursing, but you also have kind of a passion or you understand in the nursing field and you've been working for said hospital for a number of years. You also understand the technology that allows you to be able to do your job. Well, if you took your skill of nursing and, and maximize that skill around technology and you understood the tools that are, that are needed for nurses, the, the cutting edge stuff that's coming out there and you started to really explore those things and you started to really understand not just from a nurse how to do your job, 
but the tools that nurses use becoming a master and becoming basically a one of one, then guess what? You could position yourself as a valuable asset in the healthcare industry. And you could be the, the bridge between healthcare and the technology that is introduced in the field. What if you started providing content and information and resources to other area hospitals, to the healthcare industry as a whole, to other nurses, and you began to build relationships with technology companies who are servicing um, all of healthcare and hospitals? See how this can work? You're not just a nurse. You're not just going in there and taking care of patients and going home. But if you begin to hone your skills and understand and craft the mastery around your world, you can do something incredibly amazing when it comes to, uh, you know, building a, a, a business that you can be very, very profitable with. I'll give you another idea. Let's say you're in finance like I was. Um, now, I did my world around learning and development and, and coaching uh, for executives. But let's just say you have an analytical skill, right? You've been in finance, so you've you've been working on projects and programs and you, you have that skill. Well, you could leverage your understanding of how to use data to make better decisions and you could offer those same skills to a small business. Hey, really quickly, I just wanted you to know that this experience is awesome audio wise, and I know you're loving it because otherwise you wouldn't be here. But I want you to know we also have a YouTube version of this same conversation. You can go to Grow Your Side Business over on YouTube right now. And guess what? You can watch us have this conversation out loud in the open. Uh, sometimes it just does better to make things stick when you're watching. So whether you're at home, whether you're in the office or wherever you might be and you're listening to this episode, go check us out on YouTube. Let's get back to the conversation who doesn't know yet how to be able to make better decisions just using the data that they already have. Maybe you can help them uh, declutter their data. As you know, if you're an analytical person, garbage in, garbage out. So maybe they're not utilizing the right information to use to, uh, to make the right decisions. So you have the opportunity to be able to take your skills of analyzing data and be able to provide that to small businesses. You could create a skill market fit that caters to the unique needs of even entrepreneurs who are seeking financial advice using all of this data that comes in. So imagine being able to provide a software as a service that you can build that that leverages your expertise and can automate that information immediately at the snap of a finger for entrepreneurs. Trust me, they will pay for that. I'll give you another example. Let's say you're in the technology industry, right? And maybe you like programming, you have a knack for it, but also you take that programming knack and you say, hey, you know what? I'm gonna get, I'm gonna become a master at this programming and learning how to market this ability to be able to program and show what I can do and give people an understanding. Well, if you start to understand, let's say digital marketing, for example, then you can actually take like your coding skills and, and the marketing of what you're able to produce. And then you can actually leverage this for, let's say your niche was tech startups. So your avatar outside of your day job could be like small startups, tech startups that are, that are in need for people who have great coding skills as a programmer and knowing what to do. Well, now you could build you a great business because you chose to master what you do. It's not just the, the, the core skill you have, but mastering the things around it 
that enhance who you are. So you cannot just be a part of the crowd of programmers, but you become a one of, of, of none. And you become the person that becomes sought after in your industry. So I just wanted to give you those kind of three ideas as we talk about, you know, this, this skill market fit. All right. So number three. So we've gone through two. Uh, you got to assess your current skill. You, you've got to identify market opportunities. Here's the third thing. Enhance the this, this skill set for maximum impact. How are you going to do that? You've got to be willing to be a student of continual uh, education in your field, in your craft, in the industry, and enhancing the things around what it is you actually do every day. Here's a quote for you. The expert in anything was once a beginner. And I think it's important that we all keep a, a beginner's mentality when we say, hey, I'm, I'm, I am, yes, I know what I'm good at, but I'm always willing to learn. I'm always looking at what's happening. I'm always looking at trends. I'm always seeing what other people are doing. I'm studying my peers outside of my day job. I'm looking at what's happening in the industry. I'm attending industry events. I'm a part of masterminds. I am learning as much as I can so I can be uh, a much valuable player. Um, the other thing is, is that you want to start thinking about uh, you know, the communities that you could be a part of, like I mentioned, masterminds, special groups, uh, continual education opportunities. Um, how do you start to get in here and begin to network with the best of the best, not just everybody who's in it, but how do you begin to be a, a, a driving force for what's happening in your particular niche? And when you think about niches, this is where um, step two of this is not just, you know, we're going to enhance our skill set. We're going to continuously learn, but then we're going to start looking at what niches could use my skill set. As I mentioned, if you're a programmer, maybe it's tech startups, right? If you're a nurse, maybe it's uh, hospitals or nursing consortiums um, or hospital, uh, um, you know, cohorts that that need someone who understands both the technology and the the field of nursing as a whole and who keeps their eye on the cutting edge, right? So. The, the kicker is, and you've probably heard this before, right? Like riches are in the niches. The, 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 the more you can niche down, I know you probably hear like, oh, don't niche down, be a generalist. And I mean, yes, there's some truth to that in certain things, but the more you can niche down, the more you can charge for what it is that you provide as a specialty in your particular niche, right? Um, the other thing is that you can then become the guide to those who are also around that niche. You become the expert of other people who are actually leveraging your area. So continuous learning so that we can maximize our impact and profits. You're going to niche down. Number three, you need to think innovatively, right? Um, looking at ways that you can say, you know what? I know this is how everybody else is doing it, but maybe there's some things that I could add, you know, to this, right? How can you be innovative with your skill as a programmer, as a nurse, um, how can you be innovative, you know, in, 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 in finance with data, you know, the way I, uh, choose to be innovative is I provide content, right? So I talk about different things. I share ideas. I talk about stories. I share what I've got going on, right? Like how could you become innovative in what it is that you actually do? Uh, so that way you stand out in the marketplace. Maybe you put together a podcast. Right. Maybe you maybe you write articles on LinkedIn. Maybe you provide a live and talk to other uh, industry peers 
about what's going on, but how do you start to be innovative in what you do? Maybe there's a weekly article that you write. Okay. Uh, number four. So you're going to continuous learning still in section in step three, continuous learning. You're going to niche down. You're going to incorporate some innovation and then you're going to just start to market, right? Basically the thing you want to think about is imagine if you were the most sought after person given what you already know. And here's the crazy part. You can be, you know why? Because nobody knows yet that you exist. Hey, really quickly, I just wanted you to know that this experience is awesome audio wise. And I know you're loving it because otherwise you wouldn't be here. But I want you to know we also have a YouTube version of this same conversation. You can go to Grow Your Side Business over on YouTube right now. And guess what? You can watch us have this conversation out loud in the open. Uh, sometimes it just does better to make things stick when you're watching. So whether you're at home, whether you're in the office or wherever you might be and you're listening to this episode, go check us out on YouTube. Let's get back to the conversation. And even if you do have a little bit of traction in your industry, imagine if you turned it up by leveraging social media. Imagine if you turned it up by becoming a keynote speaker in your industry uh, on an annual basis. Imagine if you provided your skill set uh, pro bono to a few companies and got referrals. Like, think about the ways that you can begin to get very, very loud with what it is that you do. Okay? And then, the last thing basically is just understanding that, listen, this is a long-term game, so you can actually have long-term success. Your skills with all the action that you take on getting loud out in the marketplace, you can really create a real world of abundance. And it doesn't mean that you uh, are poo-pooing your, your day job. It just means that you are being the person in control of your financial uh, uh, forward picture and you become more of a valuable asset to your day job. Why? Because you are going out and making yourself more valuable, which most corporations, uh, and this is just for corporations and people who are listening. If you really find yourself with a talented person who is serving the industry based on their actual skill set and they work for you, you might want to start highlighting that just a hint. Because trust me, talent goes and comes every single day. And a lot of times they're leaving in droves not because they don't like what they do, but because they don't have the recognition of, hey, they are actually a great team player. They actually provide tremendous value. And I think it's time that corporations start to, um, you know, really highlight people who are going above and beyond outside of their day job to make them their, their skills uh, even better. So listen, let's just wrap this up, okay? So uh, we talked uh, a little bit about you know, how are we going to maximize our profitability? Number one, you got to assess your current skill set. Number two, you got to identify those, those market opportunities, the, the, the skill market fit, right? Um, and then we talked about how do you maximize your impact, continuous learning, niching down, uh, incorporating some innovation, marketing your enhanced skill set, leveraging social media, looking at the long-term success that's possible, and just really thinking about like, man, what are the ways that I can become the one of none, right? I'm going to become the sought after person in my, in my area. Now that's going to take some time and you got to be all right with that. But I will tell you, um, in the world of the most technologically advanced time, time is relative to the amount of effort and, uh, uh, content and the information that you're willing to put out about what you do, because all it takes is one person to say yes to you. And it could totally change what you do. 
Listen, let's elevate who we are and what we're doing by maximizing our skill set for maximum profitability. All right. So listen, if you're ready to elevate your skill set, just put down in the comments how you're going to do that. What are you going to do uh, this week in order to be able to do so? I want to invite you to be able to share your strategies, uh, to be able to talk with me about how you're going to be able to do that. Um, and then also, I'm going to uh, you know just offer you the opportunity. I'll, I'll leave a poll down at the bottom here, but I, I'm really curious. Like, um, what are some ways that you're finding you're going to be able to elevate what you do? Um, what are some things that people can do when they read the comments, share down below, what are some things that you've done to give everybody here in our community, uh, some ideas and some things, share some wins down in the comments. All right. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did smash that like button, subscribe, share this episode with somebody that you know, who is looking to maximize their current skill set beyond what they do in their corporate day job. And if you enjoyed this episode, come back next week. Same time, same place as we continue to interview people who are doing it, who know what they got going on, and more importantly, being able to provide you opportunities like this on Massive Action Monday to be able to take your uh, skills to the next level. Thanks so much for watching. Take care. And I look forward to talking to you in the next episode.